What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Cam. Sitting here with my lovely wife, Vicky, and we are your hosts for the show. Life with the Logans. Everything is we, baby. Everything is we. And uh, we were back. I just wanted you guys to experience this beautiful jingle that me and LaShawn wrote. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, if you guys watch our vlogs, you know, uh, you know, that's how we get down on the vlog channel. So go check us out, Life with the Logans on YouTube. It's pretty cool. Um, anybody know that song already by heart? Let me know in the comments section below. Let me know. What's your favorite part? Do you like the runs? Do you like the verses? Do you like the chorus? You like the beat? Um, yeah, shout out to Tony. Shout out to LaShawn. Shout out to Cam. Shout out to Nick, because we FaceTime Nick in. Shout out to my wife, man, executive vice vice president, executive um, I am producer. The executive producer. And, executive uh, vice president. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So uh, we're back. And last couple weeks have, have been, you know, we went, we hit y'all in the face with Manny and Tia. And then last week was pretty chill. And this week, we might punch you in the face again. Uh, punch you in the face. So, I've been in preach, preach, preaching camp all week uh, with my brother Manny Arango. He's running a preaching camp for, there's about 30 communicators. Uh, this is the third time that he's done it. About 30 communicators in the in the camp. And uh, he's been going in on us in a in a great way. I was watching some of his previous messages. He said something in a message while talking about Samson and Delilah that sparked something in me to to bring about. And basically what I took from it, I'm not going to give you the synopsis of the sermon, but what I took from it was what the enemy likes to do is give you an appetite for something that will cause you to self-sabotage. And what we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about previous and past appetites ruining our appetite for the future, our appetite for the present. For example, because when you were young, I'll talk about me. When I was younger, I didn't like mustard. I didn't like pepper. I didn't like pepper just for the simple fact that I didn't, as a kid, I didn't want anything that looked like a bug. It was black. You know, you, 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 a kid, you know, I use your imagination and I thought they were bugs. <laughs> and so I didn't want anything black on my food. What's wrong with mustard? It was just yellow. You didn't like to eat something mustard. Yellow. I just didn't like the taste of mustard. My oh. dad used to use mustard on, I mean, just we I had my basketball game, like blah, blah, blah. And I just did not like mustard. Just, it's just, it was yellow. I didn't, I felt like it just did, it was the wrong color. And it's funny because my dad would actually say, you got a baby mouth. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you, yeah, you got a baby mouth. He's like, yeah, wait, wait till you get older. Yeah, you still got that baby mouth. What? Like even as a young teen. That's very true, though, because it's a lot of stuff I eat now that I would never eat as a kid, ever. I would and, not eat anything colorful when I was a kid. And it wasn't, I think it was like this, no, last year, last year I joined the country club. And I was like, man, let me put some mustard on the, on my hot dog. My country club has amazing hot dogs. Shout out to y'all. So bougie. 
And I put ketchup, mustard, relish. You know, I normally would just do ketchup, relish, salt and pepper, onions. You know, Chicago-style hot dog. Y'all may kill me for putting ketchup on it. That's neither here nor there. I, I just decided to put mustard on it. And I was like, man, this is nice. Mustard on the beat. So I like honey mustard. So I said, why, why don't I try mustard? That because it was tart. I never knew you didn't like regular mustard. I didn't like mustard. I didn't like hot sauce. You didn't like chicken. I, the chicken I didn't like things, chicken. The chicken thing still throws me to this day. I'm like, why does this man love chicken so much? Because you never used to like chicken. And my appetite of the past was affecting my appetite for the future. It was affecting me enjoying something that was that was good. But because I was childish in my thinking, I was childish in what I only wanted to taste the things that I knew I had already experienced. I wasn't willing to try anything new. Before I met you, I had never had sushi before. And so, I mean, this could go into that. It's like, we block some of our blessings because we're so picky and we just want to continue to do the things that we've always done. And that's hindering you from potentially meeting someone for your future. It's like, you don't want to date this guy because he looks like a nerd or you don't want to date this dude because he doesn't seem exciting. He's not, he's not the thug type. He's not going to make your life seem like it's exciting. And you know, you want to, you want to be on a, a, you know, a wild goose chase and you, you know, you want to have blunts in, in the ashtray. Not blunts. You want to, you want, you know, weed remnants all over the car and you want to, you know what I'm saying? It's like, these are the things that you you want because of your good. I ain't checking for him because of the appetite that you've had in the past. If you're looking at me and now that you're an adult and you screaming, ain't no good men, ain't no good women in the world. Well, dude, you have to stop basing your present and your future on things that you've experienced in the past. Your appetite Cause you saying past appetites, but some people just really just they appetite now. Like this, this ain't the past. This is what they've been living with their whole life, and they tried to change. Right. It's 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 your like your current at the. It's what you're allowing yourself to be comfortable in, right? Because this is all you've known. Because this, this is just how I am. This is just what I like. I like what I like, and that's why. Cycles. You dating the same dude. Every time and mad, like, why do I keep attracting familiar spirits? You keep attracting the same person because you have the same appetite and it's not working for you. <laughs> you need to expand your palate. That's, I mean, that's, that's it. literally it. That's literally it. You have to broaden your horizons. You have to open yourself up. You have to look at yourself and say, Hmm. Actually, why do I even like this? Why do I want that? What does that do for me? Because a lot of times we like stuff that makes us feel better. Again, makes us feel better about our issues. Come on. Or fills a void. Deficits. And not all the time, but a lot of times we look for people who can fix the problems that we have that we're uncomfortable with. So or avoid the uncomfortable things that we don't want to be. We don't want to deal with it. So what happens is you fall in love, not even with the thing, but you fall in love with what the thing makes you feel. Right. 
you don't necessarily like this guy, but this guy is a form of pain suppression for you. He's an escape. You don't even love this dude, but because of the thing that he do that makes you take your mind off X, Y, and Z. You don't even like this girl. But you're playing with her emotions. And now, because you've played with her emotions, you've caused some other hurts and traumas and pains that will now affect uh, the, the, the course of her future and the, and the present and other people that she may try to come in contact with. I need the camera to get it together. Come on, devil. <laughs> Come on, devil. It was yours, not mine. And so we can't allow the things that we're comfortable with, the things that we're used to. The things that bring us comfort. Comfort food. You, you, yeah, it, you don't even like it. Or it's just do, an escape. Do, it just makes you feel better. Some of y'all don't even like weed. Okay. But you do it. Okay. Just because. All right. It's an escape. Okay. And if we if we want to be real, y'all not going to like me and that's okay. Some of y'all smoke because you're trying to get away from something that you were designed to tackle. That's a whole nother message. I Some people use there's a lot of things. I mean, that ain't the only one. That ain't the only one. Some of y'all be spending money on expensive things. That makes you feel better about yourself. I, I for us for example, our yes. parents our parents grew up. My mom grew up in the rural South, didn't have much. My parents too. My dad grew up in Central Illinois. He had hand me downs. I had. He had to wear his big brother's clothes when they got done with him. And they, I thrifted and, and he, all he, my he, way would, he would tell me uh, when they was growing up, there would be patches that you would go buy. There was a hole in your jeans. You would go buy the patch and you would iron it onto you, you, the jeans that had the hole in it. And so, you know, that's where like these patches and stuff. So, you know, old folks would be like, oh, I, oh, I see the patches then came back. We had to put patches on because <laughs> we wouldn't know. <laughs> but but now that they've gotten older and they, they've, they've become successful individuals, there are things that, that they have out of abundance that they don't necessarily use anymore. And I'm not putting them on blast. They probably gonna watch it. Be like, Hey, you didn't, you didn't, but <laughs> they, they have things that they don't even need, but, but they have so much of it because of the lack that they used to have. So they feel like they can't get rid of it. So, so some of us, even, you know, my wife and I, like we go through periods. We're like, bro, we just got too much stuff in here. We need to get rid of some of this stuff because you grew up and it's like, well, Man, that's good. You got to keep that, even yeah. if you haven't worn it in two years. Yeah. It, yeah. So now you're hoarding all of these things because you have a sense of need or or you come from lack or you come from a, a place where you didn't have much. So now you just buy stuff all the time. Yep. And it's just sitting up in your house, not being used, creating a cluttered environment which makes you even more frustrated because you can't think clearly because the stuff that you need to find, you can't find this because it's 
attached and around a bunch of other stuff that you no longer need in your life. So that's why you got to go through some of these things in your life. You got to go through the file cabinets. You got to look at stuff. What do I need? What don't I need? Let me pull this stuff out. I haven't even touched this. I haven't looked at this. Why do you still have that boy's uh, hoodie and y'all broke up? Let it go. Let it go. Why you still, I mean, like, bro, why you still holding on? Yeah. To little trinkets and stuff that y'all gave each other. Keep and it. you wonder why you can't get her out of your mind. You can't get her out of your system. Because yeah. these things bring back old memories, old taste, old flavors of things that you used to do with someone in the past. And you wonder why it's difficult for you to find a good woman for your present and for your future. Go ahead, man. I forgot what I was going to say now. Delete them text messages. Delete. Oh, my goodness. Can I be real? Mm-hmm. Man, it was a period where I was, it was, we were engaged and I was like going through some of my old love. I was like, man, let me see what I used to say to these girls. <laughs> Cringe. On Facebook. And I deleted all that stuff. I was like, bro, why, why are you even trying to read this? Why are you going to take yourself down a path that caused you hurt, shame, disappointment? This th- like you literally prayed. You was at the end of your bed crying, telling God, oh, God, I don't want to do this no more. And now you're trying to go back to the very thing that caused you pain. You got to move on. Delete it. Let it go. Let it go. Just let it go. Stop holding on to it. Your old appetite. Let it go. Some of y'all at y'all, some of y'all real appetites killing y'all. Like the actual food. Like like what you actually <laughs> what eat. What you actually eat. And that's a sign of how you treat your relationships, how you come in contact with people. You indulge, 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 indulge. Mm-hmm. And you think that you can fix people and you think yep. that you can save people. And you think that, oh, if they get in contact with me, who are you? Are you are yeah. you Jesus? We have to have a um every area of our life, we have to have discipline and boundaries. And learn how to do things in moderation. Um, I try to, I try, I feel like I try to convey this message to people via social media and stuff. Just in every aspect of life. Because I feel like we're taught, um, particularly in the Christian space, we're taught to avoid things instead of dealing with things. Mm. Like, you can't go, you can't go here. You can't do this. You can't do this. You can't eat this. You can't drink this. The Bible says, don't do this. The Bible says, don't do that. But the Bible, and I don't want to, I don't want to say this wrong, but when I read the Bible, I don't see like all these like rules. Like I can't do, I can't do, I can't do. I see be wise and make smart decisions with what you do. So like you can do things, but wisely in a smart way, using wisdom, self-control, like none of the fruits of the spirit are avoidance. Like you don't avoid things. Mm -hmm. You have to learn how to, so like with anything, with what we eat, with sex, with it, it's not that it's bad. It's just, you have to learn how to manage it properly so that it doesn't ruin your life. Cause it can ruin your life. Like what you eat can ruin your life. It can kill you, but yes, if you abuse it, but if you, if you make the right choices and do it the right way, then what you eat can literally keep you going and keep you alive and change your life and make you very healthy. You'll be able to have the strength and endurance to do whatever it is you're doing in life. It's the same way with our relationships. If you choose the right relationships, you'll have enough strength and endurance to survive. If you choose the wrong relationships, they will kill you. 
if you have sex in the wrong context, it could kill you. If you have sex in the right context with the right person for the right reasons, it will keep your relationship strong and alive and you'll stay married for a very long time. If okay, go ahead. Let, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. So let's talk about that. So so us going on eight years of marriage in February. We both have said to each other that our sex life now is way better. Absolutely. Now than it was last year, the year before last, the year before last year. Why is that? Because as we get older, see what I what I realized even when I was when I was telling you this when you were sitting on the couch before we started recording is I had to get rid of the appetite that I had mm-hmm. when I was a college student, mm-hmm. when I was being promiscuous, when I was operating out of lust in my flesh and, and trying to meet my own desires. Right. It was a selfish, it was selfish yeah. sex, selfish sex. And I, now I'm in a space where it's not, it's not always about me. Right. right. And I don't want to, I don't want to get graphic. No, but that's, it's like, that's I, I find pleasure in, in pleasing you. Right. As opposed to it always being about me, me, me. That goes back to what we were saying last episode was the last episode or the one before that. No, the one before that with Manny, when he was saying, we have to be more concerned about giving to the relationship than receiving. Yes. It's better to give than it is to, to receive. You see where I'm going with this? I'm going to leave it there. Like, like Wanda was saying. I'm going <laughs> to leave it there. But that is the key. Like, I, I had to learn this as well. It's like we're taught that sex is a self-gratifying thing. It's like the lust of your, oh, your flesh. Like, we be so focused on making ourselves feel something but really, it's a, it's a relationship in itself. So there has to be proper communication and we have to be willing to, I mean, you have to die to yourself in everything that you do, but you have to be willing to set aside your wants and desires to please someone else. And then when you do that, you reap the benefits because it becomes a much better experience because you're not expecting so much when you're not giving anything in return. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think that's really key because it's, it's like shows maturity when you're in a relationship with someone and you're not so focused on just what you want. That's a mature relationship. You have to change your, your palate, if you will, because a lot of our palates, if we're going to be real, a lot of our appetites, um, for, I mean, sex, yes, but for relationships in general, um, for what we want in relationships for like the, you know, the, the desires, the things we really want. Like I want them to be able to, you know, do this whoop, whoop, whoop. But also like just in rela- like in, in relationships, we want like this rom- We have this romantic I- idea. Like where do you get those things from? You have to trace back to where you got those ideas from. And that appetite is probably linked to something that is very unhealthy. Um, either something that you saw, what you've been watching, um, yep. even on TV, like movies. Yeah. Like we're, we're always Instagram bombarded. All day. We're always bombarded with these images of what romance, sex, love, 
should actually should look like, but that's not actually what it is or what a healthy representation of that is. Right. And so then it changes our appetite to something that we aren't really going to get. And so then when we get it. We're frustrated and feel like I should be having, I should have something outside of this when that's not true. And I feel like that is what gets us in trouble a lot. And we feel like our relationships suck or they're not where we want them to be because we saw so-and-so do it this way. And we think it should be that way. Oh, I saw so-and-so post on Instagram that he, he, uh, he flies his chick out to Barbados every weekend. I, my man can't fly me. My man don't. My man don't fly me out nowhere. Um, you know what I mean? Like they get that. That was a very like random. Oh, I mean, but but, that's but you know what real I'm trying though, to say? Like because because he buys her flowers us, every day. Why don't my man buy me no flowers now? And then you're thinking I got a really good dude and he loved me. He treat me right, but he just don't do enough. Yes. Okay, you, but you built where your did you get that from? Based on. The things your appetite is the way it is because of what you've been feeding yourself. Right. But you're oh, used I'm to I'm about to preach now. You've built your appetite, and that's gonna it sounds redundant, but you've built what you like based on what you've been feeding yourself. Mm-hmm. What you've been feeding yourself based on what you've been listening to, mm-hmm. what you've been watching, yep. the TV shows that you watch. I have great respect for my wife. There's some things that she just doesn't watch because she knows. Her appetite for certain things. Right. Or the things that God has delivered her from. God has delivered her from certain appetites, certain tastes. God has removed certain tastes. I I remember like growing up in church my whole life, people be praying. Like, oh, God, remove the taste of cigarettes. It's not that he removed it. It's not that he removed it. God didn't remove it. You have to continually make a decision. And you have to not feed the thing that you know is going to cause your downfall. It's called discipline. Yeah, it's called discipline. Um, it's like how if you if you f- like, OK, they say, you know, how they say don't feed the pigeons. <laughs> like if you're out in the park, if you feed the pigeons, guess what they're going to keep doing more they're of gonna them. Keep gonna come, more of them going to come and they're going to keep coming back. Then they go jump on you like when he was in Puerto Rico. Yes. Yes. And they'll have no boundaries and just attack you whenever you f- like. That's how it is. So I know in my mind, I know that if I watch certain things, it's going to send me down a rabbit hole. My mind is going to be on that. I'm going to go try to find it somewhere else again. And just be stuck looking for it. You feed one, now all of them coming. At the same time, I've had to mature and learn that my appetite for my husband will change if I am watching the wrong thing, listening to the wrong thing, listening to or watching something that is going to change my appetite from what he can give me. Like I've I've had to over the years grow a relationship with you where I know what you give me and I love that. I'm not just talking about sex. I'm just talking about in general for our relationship. I know our relationship. I know what I'm going to get. I know how we operate. I know what works for us. If I constantly am watching and listening to and feeding myself other people relationships or what other people do and looking at that and comparing it to what I have, I'm going to get discontent with what I have. Even though I know it works for me, seeing what other people do is going to be like, well, how come I don't? Do it like that. How come you don't do it like that? And then I'm like comparing you. And that's unfair to you because that's not you. You weren't designed to do that. You were designed to do what you do. You're a specific person with specific, a specific way of doing things. And I have, I have fallen in love with that. But if I focus my attention too much on something else, then yeah, I'm going to be like, I want to see what else I can get. It's and I feel ears like, and 
we you just your eyes just all over the place yeah and we like our i feel like our generation of people we're so bombarded with so many different types of media like we have so much at it's our called fingertips a feed for a reason yeah we have so much at our fingertips all the time so it's very hard to get caught up in like like the instagram effect i don't know if i've ever explained this before but you know how like you know how like you see something on instagram one time and then you'd be like i don't even like that that's not cute to me but you see it enough times on your feed and now you want it and then you buy it. Instagram effect. It's kind of like how one thing, somebody will say something is ugly. And then if you see it enough times, your mind will change and you'll end up getting I Crocs. Perfect example. I thought Crocs were so stupid and ugly. I'm like, why would anybody wear Crocs? They're dumb. I saw enough people wearing Crocs. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try some Crocs. Crocs. And I bought me some Crocs. And then I ended up with four different colors. Like Instagram effect. Like Talk about your Fenty slides that you don't wear. What? You bought like 17 pair of Fenty slides. The Fenty slides were, were an era. They were cute. They you, were a moment. But you do wore, I? You wore each pair once. No, I didn't. Oh, that's a, that is disrespect because I wore my Fenty slides a lot. Okay, don't play me. I can find so many. No, I have pics. I have pics. I have, I have proof. Okay. Anywho, we're not going to talk about all the stuff that you buy that you don't use. Let's talk about it. No, no we're not going to talk about it. Anywho. What I was trying to say is, if you're constantly feeding yourself something, that is what you're going to, to desire, and it might not be healthy. So you need to check your appetite. Check your appetite. That goes for single and married people, because married people, I'm eyeing, I'm eyeing you too, okay? Absolutely. We be the main ones comparing. Absolutely. And, not just and our spouses, but ourselves. Yeah. Our children. You wonder why your relationship kids, isn't growing because you're not watering your own grass. Mm -hmm. Your you your grass and, isn't greener because you don't water it, and you're looking at everybody else's grass. And I wonder why mine. But they grass different. They grass different. Their grass is different. It grows different. Also, it, it 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 determines on it depends on what kind of fertilizer they're putting on their grass what what kind of weed killer they're putting on their grass they're they're being intimate with the grass they're taking care of the grass they're they're being attentive to the grass they're making sure that the seeds that they sow in the grass and the things that they plant are planted on good soil whenever you don't spend time with your spouse or you don't you don't you're not intimate with your spouse and you're not watering your spouse with love and affection and attention and words of affirmation, so on and so forth. And then you wonder why uh, she, you know, she, she just cold. Well, have you watered her? Have you taken the time to make date night a priority every week? Do you go on a vacation at least once a year? Have, do you just get, do a Take little getaway off. show, show some, show some kind of, uh, of, of, token of your appreciation for her write her a letter get her some flowers do something out of the ordinary instead of coming home and just making demands 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 or feeling things that you never express and then you expect her to read your mind or you expect him to read your mind some of the things we talked to y'all about this before you cannot have an expectation that you've never vocalized Yep. And this is another thing that you have to get out of your appetite. You have to change your palate. You have to stop allowing these things that you know are issues and that you know are problems to continue to be failure cycles in your life. It's hindering you from having healthy and effective and positive relationships with people. And it's affecting how you date or who you marry have to control our appetites.
or if at least at the very least, figure out where your appetite came from. Because a lot of times the trauma behind your appetite will reveal a lot to you. And then you'll realize, oh, shoot, I've been going down this path because of something that happened to me a long time ago. And it's not this person's fault. I'm taking it out on everybody I meet when really I just need to deal with the issue and confront it. You look for people to fill a void. Then when that person kind of fills a void and you feel like you've gotten what you want from them, I want something else. And then you go looking for something else. How many was talking about you make people idols when you are operating from a deficit, your appetite comes from a deficit, then you idolize things and you can't have one. Yep. You can't have one idol. You're going to go get more. You're going to find more. So that's good. Shift your focus, fix your focus. Mm -hmm. What are you focusing on? What are you focusing on? Literally, the camera. What are you focusing on? What are you focusing on? Because fix your focus. Focus on the task at hand. See, see, even as the camera goes in and out, in and out (laughs) of focus. (laughs) I need you to focus on me. (laughs) There's a songwriter that said, baby, won't you focus on me? On me. When you're focused on other things, it affects the one you're supposed to be focused on. Mm -hmm. It'll Mm-hmm. When you f- take your eyes off of Jesus, you'll begin to sink you. in the boat. I'm done with you. Sink in the when water. You fix, when you fix your eyes on Jesus, you'll be able to do things that you never thought you'd be able to do. <laughs> How did this turn into a sermon? I told you this going to be quick. That's really all I got. You got anything else? That's really it. No, I don't want to beat a dead horse. It's pretty much That's self-explanatory. It. Apply that to Short whatever, episode. Whatever, whatever phase of life you are in, apply that. Um, apply it. it ha- address that, your appetites and then... Apply it. Don't be offended. We take, all have... Take because we lumps. all have to... We all have to discipline our appetites. Literally, it's a part of our humanity. We have to learn self-control. We have to learn how to control ourselves. Okay, we have to learn how to shift our thinking, bring our thoughts under subjection. Okay, control your thoughts because you can do that. You can control your thoughts. Cast down imaginations. We have to learn how to focus on the right things in order to get the results that we want in life. Okay, an anointed imagination. Address the issues at hand. Address why you crave certain things. What are you trying to do with that? Okay. That's pretty much it. That's good. That's good. That's good. Hey, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Once again, I appreciate the love and support you guys continue to show every single week. It's incredible. It still blows my mind that like every now and then I'll just tell Vicky like, babe, we really got a podcast and like people really be watching it and like people really be hitting us up with like real life issues and real life things. Uh, Some of you guys need to make sure that you go back and listen to the podcast that we have uh, because we've got some some pretty intense DMs the last couple of weeks. We appreciate you guys feeling like you can confide and console in us. But I would also encourage you guys, if you're not a part of a local body, a local church, 
where you're accountable to a pastor and a group of people. I highly encourage that you know to do you that. Personally. Yeah, that know you. We can't speak to your situations because no, we don't know we you. We can't. I'm sorry. We cannot give you specific advice. I know that it seems like we can. <laughs> right. But we're always going to Here we're always you to we're just trying to a church. Yes, we just we're trying to give you guys leadership. Some guidance, but it's very general guidance. You know what I mean? Like in order to get the specific very very specific address that you would like, you need someone that knows you personally to do that. And you need to read your Bible. Yeah, and that too. And you probably need to go to the therapist. Probably that too. You probably need all three, honestly. So yeah. Yeah. Appreciate the love and support. If you want to subscribe to the channel, it's free. Just hit the button. Push the button. Push the button. <laughs> if you want to become a Patreon member, shout out to all of our Patreon members. We love you guys. Appreciate you guys each and every week. Y'all holding it down. You have no idea what, you know, uh, your your small monetary gift does for the pod. Yes. It's, it's just super great. I've gotten a couple of people asking how they can support the podcast. Patreon is our yeah. only way of supporting right Patreon now. We don't is the only way. We don't currently do cash don't, app. Yeah, we don't take cash stuff. app and stuff. We're doing we're we're doing it the legit way. Yes, we're trying wanna, to be, if you want to support the podcast monetarily, become a Patreon member. Yes. All right. Um yeah, hit us up. YouTube, Instagram. Make sure you follow us everywhere. Everything is we. That's right. Everything is we. Appreciate the love and the support. Give us a thumbs up. Hit the like button. Sound off in the comment section. If this is hitting you, let us know. We want to know if it's hidden and it hurts and you know you got some work to do. Let us know. We all got work to do. We all have work to do. We all got work. I get rebuked all the time. Continually. Because I feel like we people watch, maybe watch us talk about certain things and think, well, they just saying that. They think they got it together, blah, blah, blah. Mm, no, we all are going through things. And it's always work. Marriage is work. Relationships are work. Everything. You got to work. I mean, you got to pay bills. Work is work. It's all work. We're always working. Yep. All the time. Keeps going. Never stops. The work don't stop. Work don't stop. The work don't work, stop. Work don't stop. Work, work, don't stop. My Just like the work in her is my God is still doing, he's still doing a new thing. My Texas people, y'all even know what I'm, now, y'all know what that even is. Even now. Only people from Come Texas now, will get Holy that Holy Spirit, bless you. Hey, love you guys. God bless you. We out. Peace.